It's your girl, Taylor Bowles, and I'm so excited to be back on the mic with you all. Last week, um, I decided to take a planning week to enjoy the holidays with family, and I hope that you enjoy the Thanksgiving season with yours as well. And officially, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We are at that point of the year where the Christmas trees are up, the lights, the songs, we are in full Christmas mode and I am not mad about it. I'm super excited and I hope that you are enjoying it thus far, staying safe, being joyful, surrounded by loved ones. And so I'm going to just say right now, I cannot believe that we are at the end of 2021. I swear, I think more people are saying it over and over again. So that must be true. Like, I cannot be the only one. The days are going faster, although we are in daylight savings time. I do not feel like we got the extra hour. It gets darker at 4 o'clock here in Washington. It's colder. And we are approaching the new year. It is insane. And so, however, with all that being said, I do really enjoy this time of year as the year starts closing out because I'm a reflector, okay? I take tons of pictures throughout the year. I love journaling. I have probably too many journals that are not yet completed. So I have a lot of mid, mid-finished mid journals, but I love reflecting back and reading all my entries, looking at the photos of people that were involved at the time or different memories and events that took place. And so I don't know about you, but if you haven't reflected back on 2021, I encourage you to do so. It's actually pretty funny, especially as you're reading it as yourself now, looking back on yourself then, even a couple months ago. And another reason why I love this time of year is because I'm able to goal set for 2022. For some, that may be, you know, creating your New Year's resolutions or, you know, resolution means to solve a problem or to make a firm decision on what you want to do or being determined. So that may be for you. I love goal setting. One is because it it gives me a destination that I am chasing after or that I'm going towards. How I'm going to do it, we'll get into that later. However, I preferred the statement saying I am goal setting. Resolutions just never stuck for me. So whatever works for you, works for you. But around this time of year is when I do that. And it's based off of this one question and I love it so much. I hope you do too. It says this, in six months, God willing, you will arrive, but where? To a designed destination or an undesigned one? And I posed this question early because that is exactly the question that we will be answering or at least getting tools on how we can answer that for ourselves. Now, for some, this time of year may be exciting where you are goal setting and dreaming about what you want your next year to be like. But for some, it also may bring great fear, you know, fear of the unknown, fear of being um, let down, having false hope or being discouraged. And that is so real. I mean, hey, we all lived in 2020. We know exactly what that feels like. And so that is real. That is something we will also address in today's episode. But more than anything, we will answer that question. How will we arrive in six months? Now, you may also be saying, Tay, I have no control over what's going to happen these next six months. Okay, that's in June. I don't even know how January is going to go. Okay, I have no control over that. You know what? You are so right. You're very right. We have control over nothing, literally nothing. Okay, however, can I pose this other statement? 
we are able to control the controllables. Okay, now what are the controllables? My attitude, how I respond to an event, my behaviors, my thoughts, okay? I can control all the things that have to do with me on my reactions, on my responses, okay? I can control that. Now the events surrounding that, maybe not, but hopefully my response and how I behave can impact it so, or the outcome of it can somehow be in my favor. Okay, so now that we have that out of the way, we also still, however, may be thinking, you know what, I don't goal set. I don't have New Year's resolutions. I just let life do whatever life wants to do. I let God have his way and whatever happens, happens, okay? I'm pretty free flowing. That may be you and that's totally respectable. That's totally understandable, yes. The Lord has the final say. As it says in Proverbs, man may create their plans, but the Lord orders the steps, okay? He has complete authority. He is literally the author of our lives. But also in Proverbs, he does say, without vision, the people perish. Plain and simple. Yes, the context is different from what we are talking about right now. However, it is very applicable. Without purpose, Okay, we fail, we wither, we rot, we get weak, okay, because there's nothing for us to do. There's no goal in mind, okay? I think many of us experienced that in 2020. I am one. Um, I talked more about that in the first episode of what am I made of? I go a little bit deeper into that. But again, that is also the same filter that we need to go through when we are creating goals, when we are creating for you maybe resolutions or whatever it is that is um, pivotal for us to create vision. So I use the five steps of clarity process created by the Game Changers Inc. and it made creating the vision so simple but also life-changing. Number one, what it is I want, why do I want it, how do I get it, the benefits of it, and the cost of not going after it or the cost of an action. Okay and we're going to break this down. Number one is what do I want. If anything that's usually just where most of us stop. Okay this is what I want, that's it. And if I don't get it, cross it off. But if anything, that's also the most exciting part. That's the step one. Now let's go a little bit deeper. Number two is why. Why do I want it? And we hear this so many times of what's your why? Okay. Like it gets, you know, some can make it really deep. However, it is the most, like if anything, this is the part that kicks in when motivation gets thrown out the window. Motivation is so Uh, fleeting. It wanes. I am not motivated every day to go to the gym. So I have to remember why did I start working at it in the first place? Or I'm not motivated to make my bed, but why do I want to do it? Because I like having my room clean. It gives me a clear mind. It helps my mental health. Okay, great. That's why I'm going to do it. I'm not motivated to do it. However, my why must be greater than the energy or my motivation to do so. And then here's number three, the how. This is the part that most of us then jump ship, <laughs> okay? The how, especially if your what is really big or it makes you nervous, gives you butterflies because it's completely out of your comfort zone. But you have to acknowledge how am I going to do it, okay? Now, I need us all to really pay attention at this part, okay? The how must be flexible. The how must be able to adjust, okay? Why? Is because our external environment completely impacts the goal. It completely impacts our timeline, okay? The how isn't saying, okay, in in six months, okay, as I pose a question, in six months, this goal will be finished. I will have that done, okay? But it may have to adjust. Why? For example, COVID happened, 
okay? 2020 happened. Shipment has gone down, okay? We're not able to travel. Um, things aren't as open as they once were or, you know, the rules, government keeps changing, okay? All of that impacts how we go about chasing our goal. So the how is so important is because it, yes, it creates a structure in how we want to do it. However, it must be able to adjust. It must be able to adapt and innovate. Do not, please, please, please do not let your how wipe out your goal. Okay, your goal and your why must be bigger than the how, okay? It helps you be creative. It helps us be innovative. We're able to do things that we never thought we would be able to do. Why? It's because we had to adjust. We had to grow. We had to go grab more people to be a part of this goal in order for it to take place. Okay, so that's the how. Four is the benefits of doing it. Okay, there's this could be a really long list for this one goal, okay? The list can go on and on and on of the benefits as for you achieving your goal. Um, it can also include other people, okay? If it's about around business or finances, okay? It, yes, it benefits you in many ways, but it could also benefit your family or it could benefit a friend or you giving back to the community. So it can not, it doesn't just have to be about you as it's, as I've heard many times, your goals don't have to be a self-portrait. It could also include other people. So that could be a benefit. But here, I think for me at least, was the really... Um, humbling and game-changing part of this whole process which is number five the cost of an action what am i sacrificing or risking if i do not do this it's pretty it hits pretty hard if you really think about it um, for some like i said the benefits can positively impact your family not doing it could also have negative consequences towards your family or, for example, this podcast, um, when I was going for it, and I, for me, I was actually going through this process, is because I never went past number two, like the why I want to do it. It's because I want to inspire people. Um, as I said, the three E's. I want to equip, empower, and encourage people, right? Um, but then number five, the cost of what if I don't go after this podcast because, you know, I'm really self-conscious or I may have some fears. What if people don't like what I say? And then I just choose not to do it. You know what? That's just too jarring for me. So I'm not going to do it. Well, for me not doing that, it then does not allow the Lord to move in the way that he needed or desired to move. He does not reach the lives that he wanted to reach through this podcast. He does not impact me or change my life in the way that he wanted to change my life. And for greater goals that I have, because I was not willing to take the risk in failing in this goal, I do not get to go even farther than I could have if I would have. Does that all make sense? For this process, it's not necessarily a checklist of, um, oh, I have to do this, 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 and this, and this. If anything, it is a mental process for every single goal that we have to um, make sure that we address it fully, wholly, and that we give it the proper value that it deserves. So whatever goal you have, or how about this? I This is how I went about mine. I just literally listed all of the what's. So all of the goals I had for 2021, I just started with the what. What do I want? Listed all of them. And then for like my top three, top four, I then went about creating the five steps of clarity. How do I want to do them? Why do I want to do them? The benefits and the costs. And then I started weighing them. And it's like, you know what? Once I get this plan in order, 
I'm too invested now. I have to do it. That that is almost the the main point of it. It is getting us so engaged and so invested in ourselves and in our goals that we have no choice but to go through it because it we've mentally checked in. We've mentally agreed and committed that we're going to be term, be determined to at least chasing our goals. They might not be fulfilled or completed in the 6 months. They might not be completed in the 1 year but they are at least off the ground and going. But for some, it may not be this process that we need to do, okay? It's pretty strategic. It's pretty logical. That's that's not it. The thing that holds us back may just be the process of creating hope again. One of the worst things is to create hope and then be completely disappointed at the end. It's actually shown and said that people would rather be unhappy and certain about it then go through uncertainty to actually get what we really want. And it's very true. I think most of us did that this year. And things are open. Things have changed. Um, things are going up in relation to, you know, COVID and the variant and stuff. Things are more open. People are somewhat living more than we did in 2020. However, the, should I say, trauma of 2020 has really kept some of us from actually pursuing what we want in 2021 just to be safe and not be disappointed again okay but can I assure you that we know what it feels like to be sad and unhappy we know what it feels like to not have but have we ever felt what it is like to actually go after what we really want and achieve that Paul actually talks about experiencing hope that doesn't fail hope that doesn't disappoint in Romans 5 in verse 3 he says we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation and this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love I know how risky and uncomfortable it is to actually revisit goals again. Um, At the beginning of this year, I decided to create a vision board for the first time. I've never done it, um, but growing up with YouTube and around teenage and college years, I saw everyone creating vision boards and creating the aesthetic they wanted their life to look like, you know, all the different crazy pictures, right? And the things they wanted to have. I was like, well, you know what? I'm not a teenager anymore. Let's get pretty practical. I... I'm tired of feeling that I don't have, or I'm tired of feeling, oh man, I wish I could have, you know, going through the woulda, coulda, shoulda of life. It's like, you know what? I'm changing it. I'm making a decision right now. I'm going to change that. And not just in my ideas and just writing it down in a journal that I won't see just about every day. I am a visual learner. So I'm actually going to make a vision board. And so um, I did. And to be honest, it was pretty painful in creating it. It's because at some moments... I felt as though that's not for me or I got so caught up in the how, right? In part three of this five steps of clarity and how is that even going to happen? I mean, look, I'm talking about this podcast. This podcast was on my vision board and I was like, how in the world am I going to do that? I've never done that before and it feels like everyone's doing a podcast now. Um, I don't have the tech to do it. I don't know, you know, all the logistics behind it, yada, yada, yada. I could go on and on about the reasons why this could not work out but as Paul says we can go through it with endurance and it develops character so 
I didn't just go through, you know, what I wanted to do with this podcast, but I talked about my health, what I wanted to do fitness-wise, trips I wanted to go on. I included pictures of friends that I wanted to see and spend time with. I even, you know, put pictures up on what I want of what I wanted my home to be like and to feel like. It was more so not on the objects and the people that were on my board that represented um, me, but more so the feeling that came out of that photo, right? The feeling of being whole and healthy and happy, the feeling of enjoying friends, the feeling of traveling the world or going on road trips, doing what you can to experience life. We went a whole year, year and a half of not experiencing the fullness of life. That I was like, Lord, there's so much more out there that you have for us to discover and to explore. So I'm making a decision now that I will not have another year like I did in 2020. To the part that I can control. Again, we're only controlling the controllables, okay? The the world can shut down again. However, God, you know, God forbid that that happens again. But with what I am given, Lord, show me how to live life to the fullest. Help tap into my heart and show me the actual desires of my heart because I've suppressed them so far down so I don't get disappointed again. But in you... You give me hope. The Lord is my hope. As he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, okay, we all know it's said all the time, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. That does not mean bad things or disasters don't happen. That just means that the Lord can use them for good, for plans that will give you a hope because he knows the desires of our hearts and he allows his plan to be the thing that dictates our desires. I said this before, the more we spend time with the Lord, the more the desires of our heart become his, the more we align with what he wants for us. And then we come to find out we want nothing else other than that. And that is what actually gives us this full life. This is what drives our vision and allows us to get to the goals that we want. So with all that being said, I have a first challenge for us, okay? Whether you set goals for this year or not, I challenge all of us to reflect back on 2021, okay? To look back at the lessons, of course, our mistakes, we always do that. But where were we successful? And what parts of our lives were we successful? And success isn't just about attaining um, materials or obtaining the goals, but sometimes our success is just getting started, right? Is just moving. Like for example, one of my biggest goals is to get to a certain, you know, place in my health and fitness. I'm not there yet, not even close. However, I was so successful in being consistent with, you know, going to the gym with my eating. So I was successful in that, but also having difficult and uncomfortable conversations. That is a part in my life that I am consistently trying to be better at. So for you, for you yourself, what areas of your life were you successful? And it could also be, you know, tangible, something that you could touch and see, or you reached a certain um, point in your finances or in your marriage and relationship with friends, whatever it is. But be sure that we reflect on those successes because we can always talk about where we fell short. It's very easy, easier than we um, expect, I think, that we can go on and on in areas where we're falling short, where we went wrong, what's wrong with us. That can go on and on. But on areas where we were actually successful, in areas that we surprised ourselves more, more than not, 
let's identify those so then we can keep it going and create a trend so we can keep training right ourselves and to do that more often and then my next one is this to identify what okay the first step of the five steps of clarity what are your two to three okay desires or goals that you want to go after in 2022 okay and I say this, I'm also saying this to myself because I'm also doing all these challenges as well. What are those two to three that make you so uncomfortable, that gives you so many butterflies of excitement, okay? Because if they make you excited, that means you got to do them. That means that you are growing, okay? We can do the things that we're comfortable doing all the time, but we're not growing. We're not um, progressing in life. So what are at least two to three write them down that make you uncomfortable that make you have butterflies in your stomach and you cannot believe that you just thought about that but because I thought about it I now gotta write it down (laughs) okay so do that I'm telling you you don't know what you're capable of until you push yourself to identify what you are I would also give this heed of precaution okay as we are going about listing the two and three goals okay be mindful of who you share them with Okay, they are babies. They're very new. They need nurturing. They need protection. Okay, um, in the first episode, I discuss and use the illustration of a um, seed or an acorn to a tree. Okay, it's the same with our goals. It's the same with our vision. Okay, right now they are tiny, tiny seeds and they do not need to be in the heat. They do not need to be on the ground frozen right now. Why? Because they're not prepared to take that on. They're not prepared to take all the feedback, all of the thoughts from people, unsolicited advice. Okay. If you know what I'm saying, you know, um, but it's just like that tiny little seeds need to be where they can grow, where they can be, um, nurtured and protected, which is under the ground for a few times, you know, for a season, it might be a few years. Okay. But that's where they get all their nutrients. That's where they're able to grow strong. So then they can handle what comes up um, above the surface. Okay. Same for us, for our goals right now. All they need is just for you to identify them, give them time, dream about them, visualize them. But if we share them too early, we may then be discouraged. We all have great and supportive people around us. So be sure that you identify who those people are. And if you feel comfortable sharing those goals and dreams with them, do so. It's also an act of accountability or also someone can pray on your behalf, dream for you and vice versa. My encouragement for all of us is that as we end 2021 and go into 2022 is that we will leave our past disappointments and failures behind us and that we won't let them keep us from what is ahead. One of my favorite scriptures of this year and it's on my vision board and it's one that I reference often when I become discouraged about a goal or I feel like I'm not where I should be or in timing that I expected is this Ecclesiastes 3.11 and it says, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. And we're actually not made to see the end of the scope. I don't want to see the end of the scope because I will probably sabotage it in one way or another. However, it is encouraging because even when I can't see it, even when I don't believe it, if I'm being honest, God does. God's timing is so perfect and we don't realize it until we're sitting in it. So my encouragement for us is that we will continue to chase after our goals, that we will leave our past failures behind us, but we will move forward with trust, with trust that what the Lord has put in our hearts will soon come to fruition. 
I pray that this episode has equipped you to take on 2022, that it has empowered you also to look, reflect back and take your lessons and your wins as fuel and as engine to move forward, as well as encouraged you and gave you hope. I believe that 2022 is going to be yours, mine, and our best year yet because we will do things differently and better because we want better. God has better for all of us and he's waiting for us to partner with him to discover exactly what better looks like. Well, speaking of better, the Tailoring Your Life podcast is only going to get better from here on out starting in the new year. Today, we talked about creating a vision for the new year, and I will actually be doing that by taking the remainder of this year to prepare for the greatness that the Lord has in store for you, I, and this podcast, as well as creating content that will leave you all equipped, empowered, and encouraged. So again, guys, thank you all so much for joining me in this first amazing season of the Tailoring Your Life podcast, and I will catch you in the new year.